This time on Geek Pod Blue. So is it potatoes and gravy, or is it gravy and potatoes? Warning, station is now code blue. Welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod Blue. I am your host, Hugh, and I wanted to have a talk about Thanksgiving and holiday... Hold on. Oh, my phone is going off already. I can't even get through the intro without uh, getting a text message. Hold on, let's see what this says. Text from Paul, text from Paul, everybody loves to get a text from Paul. Text from Paul, text from Paul, everybody loves to get a text from Paul. Show it! And this week's text from Paul says... Hey, buddy, you want to know what I'm thankful for? That I'm the good-looking one and you're the smart one. Well, I can't really say that I disagree. I'm thankful for that, too. And now, with that nonsense out of the way... Uh, I just want to let you guys know it's not going to be a really long episode this week. Uh, lots of stuff going on for Thanksgiving, uh, getting geared up for the holiday. Really excited about it myself. Don't really have a, uh, a planned story. I thought about talking about, you know, Thanksgiving traditions, you know, from around the country, but then I realized I'd just be reading off other people's articles. There really isn't any weird stuff you can talk about worldwide because it's not celebrated everywhere. And there are a lot of people that, you know, don't even like the fact that we celebrate it because they feel like we're celebrating, uh, you know, killing off indigenous indigenous peoples and things like that. And I can certainly understand where they're coming from, but I do think that uh, all of the holidays really just are a time to get together with family. I mean, that's one of the three times a year that I see my mom. So that's what I I really think about the holidays. That got me thinking this week about how, uh, you know, last week I talked about being, you know, attacked by a a member of a, a religious group about my atheism. And, you know, I'm always seeing this stuff about, you know, the attack on Christmas, the war on Christmas, all this stuff. You know, I don't recall any of that. I don't know a single atheist who's upset about it being called Christmas. You know, I, I, I've never myself said, oh, well, it shouldn't be called Christmas because, you know, we should be a, a secular culture or anything like that. I mean, nothing like that's ever come out of my mouth. I mean, I don't care. I guess I'm just not aware of anything like that going on, and it just kind of makes me wonder if this war on Christmas is something that's manufactured uh, in order to get religious people angry with non-religious people. Because, you know, I'm the first person to say Merry Christmas. I don't just say Happy Holidays. It's Merry Christmas. It's always been Merry Christmas since I was a kid. That doesn't offend me. You know, regardless of whether I celebrate the holiday for religious reasons, you know what it says on my calendar on December 20, uh, 25th? It says fucking Christmas. If that's what's on the calendar, that's the name of the day. Same thing about Easter. I don't really believe that a dude got up from the dead uh, and then, you know, turned into a bunny and started handing out candy and hiding eggs. Uh, but on that day on my calendar, it says Easter. So it's Easter. I don't have a problem with that. Man, I just wonder, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is someone that uh, went out and attacked, um, you know, the, the religious people about the holidays. But I, I think that I'd really like to see some proof of that because I really do believe this is a manufactured thing. And in today's uh, news cycle, that is not something even remotely 
out of the question or impossible. Anyway, uh, enough with that. Uh, I'm looking forward to the holidays, uh, getting ready uh, to uh, go to my mom's house for Thanksgiving. Uh, this past week, we went to the mall because I decided I wanted a little holiday spirit. Now, everybody says, oh, well, you can't play Christmas songs until after Easter and all this stuff. And, you know, Christmas songs were on in every store we grocery shopped in this past week. And then my wife turned down the Y94 FM and there was Christmas music playing. And then she quickly changed it. And I'm like, you know what? What's the damn worst ha- thing that can happen to me if we start listening to Christmas music? I get an extra week and a half of holiday cheer. Fuck it. I'm going to take it. I could use it. So I decided... I was going to have Holiday Spirit a week and a half before I generally allow myself to have it. So we went to the mall this weekend just to breathe in the crowds and the, you know, all of the, the smells, the good food, the holiday music, everybody running around shopping, sweating your balls off, all the stuff that you enjoy during the holidays. Now, it was kind of a tough trip because, as you guys know, I, I threw my back out and I've been in a lot of pain recently. I'm getting better, uh, but I still, you know, was in fairly rough shape on Saturday. Uh, about every time we got to a, a some seating arrangement or every second, every other time we got to a seating arrangement, I had to sit down because my legs were going numb right from my waist down to my knees, like all prickly, tingly numb. Uh, so I had to sit down for a few minutes and, and recover. Uh, then we uh, took Avery to go see Santa Claus, uh, which was interesting because I, I don't know. I, I think that maybe Santa's a robot. No joke. I think Santa's a robot because we go down there, we wait in line and she sits on his lap and she's got the Walmart circular because she's an idiot and she's trying to go to the pages and point out what she wants instead of just enjoying the experience. Well, she gets done and he goes, well, you can come back and visit Santa anytime. Give me a high five. And of course, me being the idiot that I am, I go, thank you, Santa. And he looks up at me and looks down at her and goes, you can come back and visit Santa anytime. Give me a high five. My wife and I both looked at each other and walked away. We're like, what the fuck just happened? I think Santa's on repeat. Uh, yeah, it was a very strange experience. Uh, if you go to visit the Santa at uh, Destiny, um, just get it, be careful because I'm afraid you know, he's, he's going to flip any second and his uh, you know, Skynet programming is going to kick in and he's going to start killing people. Uh, he's going to be like that badass Santa from uh, that, that Christmas movie that came out last year. By the way, I can't remember the name of it, but it's on Netflix. It's like uh, Tales of Christmas or some shit. If you get a chance to watch that, watch it. It's awesome. It's a fantastic movie. Probably my favorite holiday movie now. It includes Santa fighting um, zombies and uh, Krampus and all sorts of stuff. It's just really cool. Anyway, moving on from there. So we start walking around the mall uh, a little bit more. And I'm getting near the end of what I can do. And uh, my wife and daughter go into the Disney store. And she goes, you know what? You don't have to stay with me. You can go do, go look at something else. Now, I know it's always a bad idea to split up. I've watched enough horror movies that I don't even like to split up in a crowded mall. So uh, I wasn't going to do this, but she insisted. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Best Buy. Because, you know, she's been saying, you know, I don't know what to get you for Christmas. And I don't even know what I want for Christmas. Because I have everything I want. I'm actually really happy. So... Uh, there isn't really anything that I've been wanting. And I figured we'll walk up there. So uh, I sat down in front of a Foot Locker for a minute, texted her, said, sitting down in front of Foot Locker. Then I texted her, going to Best Buy. Went to Best Buy, walked around a little bit, didn't see anything I wanted. Um, then I texted her, I'm like, all right, we're leaving Best Buy. Get back to the Disney store, and she's not there. So I'm like, oh, no, maybe uh, she missed my text message. So I got to call her, and it goes straight to voicemail. Lo and behold, her phone battery died. Now, at this point, I have no idea if she ever got any of my messages, so I don't know where to start looking. So we end up basically walking around the mall twice as much as we already had, mind you. I'm at the point here where I'm about to die, 
And um, we finally do spot her uh, walking with uh, my, my daughter. And it, when I say we, it was me and my older daughters. Uh, so we finally, you know, got back together and it was all fine. But man, just of all the times for her phone to die. And uh, I'm surprised I actually made it out of the mall on my own two feet because it really it seemed like I was going to end up having to uh, get some help. You know, it was pretty bad. You know, it starts off with my, my legs getting like, uh, feels like you're, someone's pouring ice water down my legs and then it turns into that normal buzz can't feel anything feeling on my legs so uh, that's not a lot of fun but I still enjoyed myself because it was all about enjoying the Christmas spirit uh, yeah guys you know that I don't have much prepared for a show and all I'm doing is talking about my weekend um, but beyond that really I, you know I'm just waiting to be able to sign off from work post the show be done with all this stuff have an extra long weekend i just want to spend some time with my family eat some turkey and relax uh, and i certainly hope that's what you guys are all going to do as well um, beyond that if anybody manages to get me any more emails before tomorrow morning maybe we'll have uh, some thanksgiving traditions to talk about if anybody's got anything interesting i am recording this on tuesday night where you're putting the show out early this week because i don't want to mess with this on thanksgiving plus it'll give you guys something to listen to in the car on your way to your family's house how awesome is that that's my thanksgiving gift to you guys you get to listen to me while you're driving to your families i, I can't think of anything bigger that i can give you you know that's all of me i'm giving you my heart and i hope you appreciate it now Get your ears ready for some news. So there's not a whole lot of news to go over this week. Um, you guys may not be aware of this, but on holiday weeks, generally, news slows down to a crawl. Nobody likes to release anything new because they know everyone is having fun with their family. They're traveling and getting ready to celebrate the holidays. So usually the week of a holiday, there's not a whole lot going on unless it's unexpected. And anything unexpected is usually bad. And uh, that certainly means I'm just going to call it out and leave it at this, but... I'm just going to stop liking actors or liking people in the media because it appears everybody's a scumbag and nobody is safe. So, yeah, I think, you know, take about 10 years off from actually liking or uh, respecting any uh, Hollywood people and then we'll come back to it and we'll see, you know, just how much better things have gotten since then. Anyway, moving on to actual news. Uh, one big thing did happen today. Doomsday Clock number one was released by DC Comics. Now, if you are not familiar with this, this is the official smashing together of the Watchmen universe and the DC universe. Now, this has been being teased for quite a while, for about a past uh, the past year. I want to say uh, maybe since the beginning of Rebirth. I don't remember when the first uh, indication of this happened. But uh, we've been seeing little bits of uh, hints that Dr. Manhattan is in the DC universe. And we're about to smash those two universes together in a 12-issue limited series. And that first issue did come out today. In fact, DC announced a second printing of that issue. Uh, God, I think before I had showered this morning, it was ridiculously early. It's selling so well. Now, uh, I'm told on good authority that our uh, friends at Cloud City Comics and Toys downtown above Funkin' Waffles had a line out the door last night for the early release of the comic book. Now, out the door means down some steps and out onto the sidewalk. So, yeah, that, that's quite impressive. Uh, luckily, uh, my buddy Paul was able to snag us one of the, uh, I should say, the two out of the last three copies left in the store. So I am certainly going to be holding on to mine. This looks like it's going to be a big event and is going to change the DC universe 
for the foreseeable future and possibly forever. Moving on, uh, Justice League did not have the uh, box office they were hoping for on opening weekend. Uh, they did make it to $100 million by Tuesday, but it was kind of a lackluster performance. Now, it wasn't a bad performance. It's done better overseas. And, you know, over time, they're, they're going to make quite a bit of money, but probably not the kind of money they needed for a movie that was this expensive. Now, this may put the entire DC... Uh, cinematic uh, future in jeopardy we're going to have to wait and see how well it does how uh, how strong those legs are and how far it can continue to earn money interestingly enough all of the reviews i saw while they said it wasn't a great movie it was fun everybody i know that went and saw the movie and posted about it on facebook said they really enjoyed it so even though i was concerned about it it looked to me like people enjoyed the movie much much more than Batman v Superman so I was expecting it to do a lot better uh, apparently that's not the case and we're going to have to keep an eye on this and see if we even will be getting any future versions of these DC characters uh, some people are even saying you know is Warner Brothers going to continue to want to fix a damaged franchise or are they just going to say to heck with it and start over a few years down the road we'll have to wait and see Next up, Jude Law is in negotiations to play the male lead in the Captain Marvel movie opposite Brie Larson. Uh, really, that's about all there is to the news item. This was announced today. He's certainly a good actor, so we're going to have to wait and see what happens with that. Moving on to video games, Hawaii State Legislator Chris Lee is fighting against loot crates. Now, if you remember last week, you know, we talked about uh, Electronic Arts and Battlefront 2 and all of the stuff going on with loot crates with that. Well, because of that uproar, Chris Lee is deciding to fight back. Uh, Chris states that the practice is predatory. You know, it equates to gambling, and they try to get young kids hooked on spending real money on the possibility of getting an object, you know, or, or getting something and not knowing what it is. Uh, they're talking about possibly raising the age to be able to buy loot crates to 21. Now, I'm not going to say that I necessarily disagree with this. I think there's a good way you can do loot crates and a bad way you can do loot crates. And either way, if you want to put an age limit on it or some kind of restriction, I certainly understand. I guess I wonder how they would enforce that, especially in a console world where anybody in my house can you know, pick up my PlayStation 4 controller, turn on my console, and start playing a game. Uh, I'm not sure that there's a way that really can be enforced, but... It's going to be interesting. You know, I want to see what they at least suggest and what the software developers try to implement. Um, kind of going along with that, if you guys aren't aware of this, uh, the Internet is going to change if we don't do something about it. Um, this week, the FCC has announced they're basically going to end net neutrality. The vote is going to be sometime in uh, December. And Ajit Patel, I believe his name is, um, I just want to call him Ajit, he's the head of the FCC, and he's basically saying, hey, we're going to give all the control back to the Internet providers and let them screw you over any way they want to. Uh, if you're not aware of this, certainly do some gurgle, Google, Google, Google searching. Do some Google searching, why don't you? Do some Google searching and... Uh, Take a look at the, what's going on here. Basically, the idea is they're going to allow the telecom, uh, that, that would be your Time Warner, your Comcast, your, your Verizon, whoever provides internet to your house, to split that internet up any way they want. Now, right now, under net neutrality rules, they are not allowed to give any bandwidth uh, priority over another. Now, what that means is, even though I have Verizon Fios for my internet, and Fios has streaming services, they're not allowed to make their streaming services go faster and my Netflix services go slower to get me to try to use more Verizon services. Once we repeal net neutrality, they'll be able to do that. They'll be able to say, you know what? We're going to charge Netflix more 
for people to be able to stream to them. Or they might say, what, you're paying for $50 a month for internet? Well, guess what? If you want to have Netflix as well, you have to pay us an additional $10. Want to be able to play online games? That's also $10. Access to Facebook? That's an additional five. It's insane what could potentially happen here, and it is super, super scary. So please, contact your legislators. Do whatever you can. I mean, there's a whole grassroots movement online. You know, do a Google search, and you'll be able to find out who to call and who to write to. Um, This is not a good thing. You know, they're they're trying to say that you know the internet industry is burdened with regulations, but the whole idea is that the regulation is don't do anything, leave it the way it is. You know, they're actually going to have to do more work to split it up this way, but it's going to make them more money. And once this happens, there's no getting it back. And if you think that's, you know, funny that I say, oh, $5 to access Facebook, this has already happened in other countries. Deregulation has already happened, and that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, And, you know, they're not going to lower your monthly bill and then tag these things on. These are going to be extras that everybody is going to have to pay to have access to the things that we all already use and love. And the only option to fight that is to not use those things. And is that really going to happen? I don't know. But this is a big, big, scary thing. And please do your part and let your voice be heard. Let our voices be heard and say this is not something we the people want in this country. And finally, the last news item of the week, Olivia Munn's dog, Chance, peed on a greeter at LAX. Yes, it's really that slow. There's that little news. That's all I've got. I, I, I'm i actually trolling TMZ for news items. You know, I'm sorry if that offends you. I did the best I could, but that's just my opinion. Your mileage may vary. And that sound means it is time for the Geek Bob Blue Mailbox. Going to go ahead and look in the mailbox. Our first uh, mail this week, our first message, our first mail message is from Al Sedano. And let me open this up. Google Mail is taking its its time. He says, Happy Thanksgiving, Hugh. I hope all is well with you and your family and are set to enjoy the holiday. Quick question regarding Thanksgiving dinner. What's your preference, mashed potatoes or mashed sweet potatoes? Okay, and, and if you do like sweet, do you prefer them plain or with marshmallows on top? Either way, enjoy all the food. I know I will, Al Sedano. Al, that is a fantastic question, and uh, I have a fantastic answer for that. In general, I prefer mashed potatoes. I have never been a fan of sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, acorn squash, butternut squash, all of those dark, mashy, squashy things uh, have always, they smell weird and they taste weird to me, and I do not like them. However, I have two killer sweet potato recipes uh, which you would just about to die for. Now if you're going to go with mashed um, sweet potatoes, uh, what you want to do is add a little pineapple juice and take a can of those um, smoked chipotles. You get them in the Goya section of the supermarket. Now you open them up and they're in this thick sauce. Uh, Here's the thing, you almost don't need the peppers. You can almost just use the juice, but whatever you do, use very little of this. Uh, I made this a few years ago and I did a fairly decent sized pot of sweet potatoes only added maybe two tablespoons worth of this stuff and it was too hot to eat. Uh, you got to dial it back a bit, but you get the, uh, the the smoky and the heat from the peppers. You get a little bit of uh, you know tanginess and sweetness from the pineapple. It's absolutely perfect. And while I love marshmallows, or at least the taste of marshmallows, I would never put marshmallows on potatoes. I just think that's fucking gross. Uh, but that's what I would do if you're going to do mashed with sweet, sweet potatoes. If you don't want to do mashed, if you want to do them whole, I have an even better uh, recipe for you. I shouldn't say whole, but you know, cut them into 
coins, you know, slivers, whatever you want. Uh, not too, I mean, maybe half inch thick, something like that. You're going to spread it. You're going to want to be able to spread them in the bottom of a pan. So what you're going to do is you're going to start off uh, and take a, I'm trying to remember the recipe now. Okay. You're going to take, uh, I would say use uh, canned peaches, even though fresh is always better. Canned is better in this respect because it's going to add a lot more sweetness. Reserve the liquid for later. Throw some canned be peaches and about, I don't know, half a bottle of your best bourbon or something that you can you know, live without drinking and live with cooking and put it in a, a pretty big frying pan. You're going to want to start to reduce that down. Uh, you're going to reduce it down so you've got about a thick syrup, but you really want to get that flavor into those uh, peaches. Uh, what you're going to do next is you already need to kind of have your potatoes baking. Throw them, lay them in a sheet pan or a, you know, a, a deeper pan probably because you're going to need a deeper pan later. Get them cooking in there little bit of butter on them. Uh, when they're close to done, maybe three quarters of the way, pull them out. You're going to want to mix this in with them along with a little bit more of the bourbon. Uh, throw some extra peaches in there if you want to, if the pan looks like it has some empty spots, and stick it back in the oven uh, until little bits on the top just start to caramelize. You're going to have the most delicious sweet potatoes you've ever had. If you prefer it a little sweeter, add a couple handfuls of brown sugar. Uh, to the bourbon mix. I say handfuls, you know, because that's crazy. Uh, maybe half a cup to three quarters of a cup uh, to the sauce mixture and let it actually uh, break down before uh, pouring over the sweet potatoes. And I guarantee you those are going to be the best you've ever had. Uh, Al, I certainly hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I'm going to do my best and I will see you after the holiday. Moving on, we also have a message from Nick Mormon, and it says, Made Bail. Hmm. Thank you for sending me to the Walking Dead set. I made friends with set security. But on to my question. What, have you th what did you think of the Punisher Netflix show? Uh, well, so far, Nick, I think I've watched three episodes, maybe four episodes of Punisher. I like it. Um, I, I really need to watch a little more of it to uh, get a feel for it. But unlike uh, things like, you know, Defenders was slow until, you know, four episodes in. Uh, and, you know, Iron Fist you know, really didn't gel at first. I'm like, well, I need to watch more to see if I like it. I already know I'm going to like Punisher. Uh, I just didn't have time to watch as much of it as I would have liked to. Uh, I think uh, John Bernthal is uh, amazing as the Punisher, and I'm just looking forward to the rest of these episodes. I mean, unless they seriously drop the ball, uh, I don't see why I wouldn't enjoy it immensely. He says, also, have you seen Justice League, and what did you think? I have not seen Justice League because I am poor. I'm a poor boy, and I can't go to the movies, so... Uh, until it hits the Hollywood, uh, I'm probably going to have to hold off until it uh, goes out on a DVD or at least hits it digitally, and then I can get it that way. And finally, he says, also, it was awesome to see you and Paul the night of the movie uh, premiere of Transformation. It was fantastic to see you too, Nick. Uh, I wish that uh, the uh, noise there, the ambient, ambient noise, hadn't gotten so loud that we could have uh, talked a little longer. That would have been nice. Uh, but it's always great to hang out with you, and uh, we really enjoy uh, and appreciate your support. And I appreciate you writing in, Nick. I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving, and I hope you're listening to this on the way to wherever you happen to be going. And that is pretty much going to wrap up the show for this week. Now, uh, I'm going to end things a little differently this week. I just want to leave you all with a thought. You know, given that it's a holiday and this is going to be released uh, Wednesday night and most of you are going to be going to spend time with family tomorrow. So we talk a lot about science fiction and, and fantasy type stuff here. And, you know, we talk about multiverses and comics and all that. And there's that theory that, you know, there are multiple alternate universes out there. And for every decision you make, every time you make a decision, you may choose to go right. But there's a universe where you chose to go left. So every potential possible decision you can make, there's a universe uh, that exists within this entire multiverse of everything. So when you are sitting at your uh, Thanksgiving meal tomorrow, 
surrounded by family. If uh, somebody starts getting rowdy, somebody starts getting political, racist, or whatever the stupid bullshit the family does, and you start to get down, and you start to get mad, and maybe you want to react to, I just want you to stop and think for a moment that somewhere out there in the multiverse, there's a universe where every single one of your family holiday dinners ends in a wild orgy. Let that sink in for a second. And choose not to be that person that makes the holiday festivities even worse than the other people. I hope everybody enjoys themselves, and if you're able to avoid your creepy uncle and stop him from suggesting that everybody in the family reenact a scene from that dirty joke, The Aristocrats, I hope to see you next week. Till then, talk and roll, kids. GeekPod Blue is a GeekPod Network production. Executive producers Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Concept created by Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Intro is Opportunity by Jameis Breed. Closing is Bucket by Jameis Breed. Both licensed for use by Dennis Johnston. Want to help the show? Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. GeekPod can be reached at contribute at geekpod.com or send us a tweet at geekpod. That's G33KPOD. You can also find GeekPod on Facebook and Instagram. G33KPOD. That's G33KPOD.